Welcome, Hunters, to Hunter's Hub, episode 46. Today, this is Fortuan, joined by Toaster. Hello, hello. And our still new co-host, Haru. Oh, uh, hold up for a second. I'm just gonna, uh, sharpen for a minute. Oh, no, God, why? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I like it. <laughs> um... So today, we're just going to talk more about Generations Ultimate, but before we get into that, we're going to get into some news, so Haru, I'll let you take that away. Uh, yeah, just briefly, uh, the essentially the first update from Mount Center World uh, that was on consoles just came to PC, so that's like Devil Joe, uh, that monster, and the uh, Dragon Mantle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, no, there's no announcement for like the... Uh, for for the Arch Tempered Devil Joe, uh, that's like super hard tempered version of him. That's an event quest. Uh, okay. So yeah. I mean, that's kind of quick because we just got Arch Tempered isn't really that old. I mean, the first time we got it was like what May, uh, May or June. Well, I say Arch Tempered. It's just the tempered version of Devil Joe that hasn't. Hasn't come because uh, it's basically sort of on par with the other arc temper. Misunderstood ones. there, yeah. Golden Joe. Yeah, yeah. Yay. Okay. So. Well, I mean, yeah, Double Joe for you PC players, you're gonna have a treat. He's the uh, uh, what do you call him? I guess the uh, he's the Johnny of Monster Hunter. Johnny is in here's Johnny from The Shining. <laughs> Uh, he was the guy who you never wanted to see, but always there. Yes. Just, just have fun with that. He's he's less omnipresent, I think, in Worlds, though. They they let him take a bit of a vacation. They don't have him on the clock schedules for as many hours. You know, he's, do, he's doing good. Yeah, so he will. He does have a chance to invade uh, any high-rank quest, uh, just like Basil Juice. Mm-hmm. And he can... Appear in all the areas. Uh, Despite them having similar tactics, they are not friends. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That is a brutal fight. Right, right. One of the things to look forward to is uh, Devil Joe has turf wars with basically every flagship or most of the monsters in the game. So those mm-hmm. are entertaining, Except to for... say the least. Except for Odo. Poor Odo. He just gets carried around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Odo is the big baddie of, of the Rotten Vale and he's just a little puppy compared to <laughs> Devil Joe <laughs> little shoe toy I think that canonically oh, they're saying that Odegaran is about as powerful as a Kuliaku. Prove me wrong, you can't they never fight each other, they're not in the same area <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get into like this, uh, what was it, a death battle did you guys ever see that? The it was like ninja versus pirate and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, Metroid that versus was awful. Metroid, Metroid versus Master Chief. Yep, the name of those two iconic characters. Oh no, it's death. That's uh no, I was wrong. Death Battle is the video game one that they do on Screw Attack. I was thinking Deadliest Warrior, which kind of I think inspired Death Battle. I think, um, but there's been a lot of like offshoots of that, and there was one that was on the Discovery or, or National Geographic for a while where they pitted um animals that wouldn't normally fight each other against each other that was it's kind of a 
That's kind of what we're talking about. That's here exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, they did one. It was like a what was it? An alli- it was like an alligator versus a shark or something like that. I can't remember the Discovery Channel one. It was just it was so weird. All those shows are crap, anyways. <laughs> yeah, kind of. They're they're good. They're good in concept. They're horrible in execution. Um. So also, uh, starting very soon. Uh, it's already started by the time this is out. Uh, mm-hmm. Arch-tempered Kushala will uh, be visiting us with uh, goodwill and presence, like like a blister, blustery Santa Claus. What? It, it's not going to be fun. Hmm. And uh, that's just for the, okay. That's just for the console versions of World. It probably won't be out on PC yet. Yeah. Or what's not on the event quest? They had to list. wait for the game so long, and then they didn't get any of the DLC at first. Well, now they got Devil Joe, but it was just like, holy cow! Like, you can't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how game dev works. I'm a programmer, and I still don't know how game dev works. <sighs> Carefully. Yeah, I don't. We don't know the reason they didn't have the DLC at launch, but it looked. They said they were going for an expedited release schedule compared to the other platforms. I should hope so. I mean, Devil Joe is an expedited release schedule already. Yeah, right. By like a month. Well, I I think they're trying to. It's about the same if it was a month. I'd like to think they're trying to get PC caught up with uh, PS4 rather quickly. Yeah, exactly. That way, they can have a more combined community, you know? Even if they can't have cross-play, they'll at least have people be able to chill at the same time. Hmm. Okay. Well, a tactic that you kind of saw with the with a lot of DLC release schedules and uh, World is no exception, is that the kind of developers kind of like you to digest the launch content, which is always going to be like, over 50% of a game's content, unless you're like an MMO that gets developed for right. years and years and years. Um, so, funny story, just this week I, I read an article about the uh, early uh, development and release of World of Warcraft, which, you know, fits in that category of like, you know, like end game content, worried about that kind of stuff. Um, Blizzard was so shocked on how fast that they finished. Um, the, the the content that they released in 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 World of Warcraft that they had to build another whole team just to do <laughs> end game content they were like holy crap we're 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 but we're dying here <laughs> well yeah that game is grindy as all get out and yeah it, it was it was an interesting read of just how much in the panic mode they were um <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, I, I can imagine that might be what happened with Monster Hunter you know, World. Holy crap, you know, people used to be clocking 500 hours into this game just to get to the end. Now what's happening? Of course, you know, less monsters, that'll happen. But And, and no G-Rank. But then again, it's, it's getting better on World. It will continue to get better, I think. Although we haven't really seen a whole lot new, except for Behemoth, but... I don't know. I, I I was not really. I was not really impressed by Behemoth, <laughs> honestly. Uh, the difference with Monster Hunter though is that like you kind of have the the dungeon and raid grind built into like the 
to any of the normal content uh, monster fights. Uh, they all have the drop. I will say, and... I think, I think a big part of it is that you're not um, <clears throat> as a in like an MMO. You're you part a lot of the grind is leveling up, and you're getting a specific types of gear, like like numbers of gear, versus you don't level up necessarily in Monster Hunter. You know, you you are improving your gear, but it's less. Oh, maybe this gear piece will drop, and more along the lines of I just have to do this, and I'll get the pieces eventually. Yeah. So it's it's it's, it's, it's grinding in a different way. But it's loot, gr- it's loot grinding. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, is you know, Diablo is is pretty much the master of that genre. It, it's it's comparable to like an MMO, and like your your level is your hunter rank, and once you get that yeah. above whatever cap. Uh, is the end of the story. You're basically max level, right? Sixteen in this. Which case, I mean, yes. the level's even further arbitrary in Monster Hunter because you can hit nine hundred ninety nine, and it doesn't mean squat. <laughs> Your name turns red. Yeah, after that it is literally just bragging rights. Or after a hundred, I think you unlock the Nergante, Kushala, and Teostra tempered quest. Yep. Very cool. But yeah, um, I, I'm I'm excited just because I'm I'm you know I'm always interested to see what comes next. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I still I still totally want that ice map that we talked about in speculation a long time ago. There's so much I still want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but oh, that like rumor, man. we don't. Oh, so silly. We don't need I another. Uh, I loved that rumor. We don't need another mass speculation episode. <laughs> we should just do one every once in a while. Just, rumor just, was... to, just to check up on our un, un, unbridled <laughs> open dreams that are going to get crushed or left behind in the dust. <laughs> that rumor was, oh, man. and this is going to happen at Sony's press conference, and Nintendo's going to announce this, and the DLC plan for later on this year is this, and one source knows all of this. Don't worry about it. We're gonna we're gonna make our own monster hunter with with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> I love that feature on reference. I love it. You only have to watch most of it. I didn't know you were one of the developers of Dauntless. I don't know. They don't have blackjack and Dauntless. It's kind of a, a shame. That was a that was a dead joke. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. I was just like, where's he going? <laughs> I still don't like Dauntless that well. I I tried I, it again. I haven't had the chance to play it. I was just like, no, I just can't. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, speaking about yeah, games we've been playing. Um, Toaster, have you gotten a hold of GU yet? I have not. Unfortunately, I've been very busy. Um, trying to get some aspects of life straight and get organized. It's been a little difficult. Uh, it's it's fine. It's, I've been playing the crap out of it. What about you, Haru? Uh, I've been playing it. I have been playing it slowly. <laughs> I'm okay. kind of forced to play slowly compared to the pace of World or kind of other games at all. Um, yeah, I I think I've been trying to do 
the the new quests, the generic quests in solo, which is not the best advisory because I think I believe they're all balanced for for multiplayer, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Well, hmm. yeah, it's it's hard to tell how they balance things. It used to be like you know done deal this is how it works and now it's sort of changed between every game and i just don't even i can't keep up on you know how you know the easiest way is to say well it's balanced for this many hunters but even then like it's it's whatever i feel like um so i don't know like i feel like i feel like the monster hunter world you know like we talked about it being easier and more streamlined and that kind of stuff but like you know, I'm playing um, playing a lot of GU and fighting stuff like Nargakuga. It really takes me back to like, no, this is this is what I was missing in World because like Nargakuga, once you know him, is not a hard fight, but like you have to learn him, and you can't like if you make a mistake, you're going to get wombo comboed, or you're going to, or in some cases like where he does the the the, the what do you call it, a flip. And he slams his tail down, like that's devastating. If you're, you know, if you're an appropriate I, gear level. I did replay a little bit of Generations though, yeah, and uh, re- fought the the special Nargakuga. Oh, oh, I forgot he was. Uh... Mm-hmm, the I, I actually I actually got caught off guard again by a monster because generally I've been doing I was doing fine even when encountering new monsters in Monster Hunter World. But going back to play something I'd played before, I was getting caught off guard again. And it's like, okay, I was missing a little bit of unexpectedness. I don't know. Right. And I don't want to bash on World because the monster designs are great. I love the ecology, that kind of thing. It's just like, it feels so much more forgiving. You know what I mean? I know. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) I think part of the issue is for me... um, the old AI, while it wasn't as... It was a little bit more robotic, you know, in terms of his turning and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. As a result, they had a much shorter... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They had shorter pauses between moves. Because the fact that they, they were limited in what moves they could do, they usually fired them off a little bit faster. Versus worlds where... You know, you have a camera, so it's a lot easier to turn and see the thing behind you doing a move well before it even starts to move. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's true. I, yeah, I agree. Some monsters can jump behind you and um, or charge past you in generations, and you're just kind of... Like, there, there's that feeling of, like, uh, you have to take a potion or you have to sharpen or something, and you start doing it. Well, the monster's not in your field of vision, and it's just kind of you're turning around slowly. It's like the pan in a horror movie, and you're just <laughs> looking directly <laughs> at the monster, seeing if it's about to bite your face off or not. Yeah. Oh, I think I know part of it too. Yeah. Is um because of the whole uh oh shoot I had it um because the controls are a lot more stiff as well i notice i whiff a lot less attacks in worlds than in in the older games like in the older games you sometimes That's you true, would just yeah. you would just miss with like even like long sword hits because like 
Oh, you'd be off by a slight angle because you're using a D-pad on a 3DS. <laughs> or aiming a gun was significantly harder to shoot for weak points because you had a nub. And the auto-lock does not auto-lock good enough. Yeah, I'm sure that was uh, I'm sure that was more of a thing with uh, gunners, given how shooting controls ever work in it. Or yeah. modern shooting controls, anyway. But also, you know, hitboxes are a bit better, you know, it's to hitboxes are better. So when you are hit, you feel a little bit more happy about it and less like, oh, that was bullshit. Because, well, yeah, you dodged mm-hmm. it because you're supposed to dodge it. I, I haven't had um, I haven't had a lot of that's that's a bunch of bull bull Durham crap yet. But um, th- there's been there's been times where. Um, just recently, my, uh, so my brother and I, uh, uh, today was his birthday. So I visited him and we basically just played monster hunter all day. That's all we did. And, um, we decided to sort of send it off before I had to come home, um, to do a red helm out Arzurus. And if you guys aren't familiar or you're not far in generations ultimate yet enough to see these, Basically, the deviant uh, Red Helm is the deviant of Arzorus, which is the super easy. I kind of like to call him Teddy Bear because he's such a freaking easy monster. Um, Red Helm is not an easy monster. <laughs> so we were we were in uh, low rank and we did Red Helm one, and Red Helm one isn't supposed to be that hard. But I mean, what do you need like blue sharpness to go through his braces or something like that? It's it's pretty hefty for low rank. Um, but we we did it, and it was like a 25-minute fight between the two of us. And my brother's a Prowler player, so it was a Prowler and one Hunter with some other cats. And uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, and it was very challenging. So if, if you're not, if you, if you aren't remembering the, the BS uh, hitboxes, I want you to go back and replay versus... Um, Gold or silver Rathian on the top of the tower. <laughs> yeah. That that's that's what I mean by like just when a, when a fight feels unfair. Tower yeah. Tower four dual monster quests are not good. <laughs> They're bad. I still <laughs> I still have nightmares about yeah. a bloody double Kieran quest up there. In for you. Mm. It's yeah, just, I forgot about that one. It's just like trip and trip. Did you want to use an item? You cannot. There's, like the only is it a far the only thing that no, felt close to unfair. Item. Sorry, the only thing that felt close to unfair to me was like Teostra, and that wasn't because of like oh this is dumb, this is stupid, but more because I was just frustrated because he's in your face all the time. <laughs> so it wasn't less unfair, but it was more like just leave me alone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is then going back to like for you and generations and stuff. And every time I go back to those, it actually feels frustrating again. It's like, okay, I remember why I like world changes now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's no denying that as far as like <sighs> gameplay wise and stuff, and you know this, the the changes they made in world do make it better to play. Their actual gameplay changes that help the game. By no stretch is GU going to be more polished, I would say. But 
I just miss some of the monsters that we didn't get. You know what I mean? Like it's it's nice having Bracadius come back. Yeah. It's nice fighting a Nargakuga. It's nice you know, we don't have any pseudo wyverns in the Monster Hunter world. And pseudo wyverns have been like <laughs> a staple of the series since Freedom Two <laughs> for us. It's like it, or you know, the crabs. It's nice to fight the crabs. I love the variety of the game. Um and stuff, fighting new stuff, you know, newer stuff like Malfestio and that kind of stuff. Like it's it's fun. Although the confusion mechanic is confusing. It's, it's, they found one that would be even worse than bleeding. <laughs> they innovated. It's true. Reversing your controls—that's rough. That I still is have. Rough. I still have a worse status action game. <laughs> so uh, I, why didn't hear what you said? What you say? Oh, I, I still have a worse status effect, but that—that's something that's not in a game. I just wish it would be. I, What's that? I would love to see a. Um, a status effect that's it's, it's it's called unawares or reckless or something like that. It'd be uh-huh. like a, it'd be like an actual rage. Uh, basically, if you get hit by it, it enables friendly fire. Hmm. No, no, that's not cool. No. <laughs> so, if yeah, it's, it's it, it, it works kind of like Warframe's radiation mechanic, where it's not like it charms you into hitting your opponents. It just your your stuff actually damages your allies now. <laughs> Oh god! Imagine getting a longsword user with that. <laughs> Imagine a, uh, uh, a heavy bowgun user with <laughs> their cluster shots. Dude, a longsword and just like fade slash just cuts everyone in half, like Darth Maul style. I think it'd be a fun stats mechanic. I do too, Toaster. That's a great idea. Good job. I play longsword for context. <laughs> um, but about world just a final note for me anyway i think the main difference is just the monster health pools and that does create a great difference in playing it which is it it's a lot more grindy and each hunt takes a lot longer so the combination of that in in previous monster hunters uh makes makes crafting gear a longer endeavor um and in World, I feel like they still do, like, the monsters, they're still plenty hard. Uh, maybe not exactly G-Rank, but the Arch-Tempered stuff approaches that. Oh, yeah. And things like yeah. temp- Tempered Odegarin, if you get hit by his leaping tail whip dance back attack, that will <laughs> it will just kill you if you don't have a defensive uh, uh, skill set. Right. Um... So just a little bit of update of where I'm at in the game, because I kind of had to start over. I'm in Six Star Village. I'm also halfway through HR2 online. Um, so I'm still, you know, in the thirds of low rank, although I'm getting towards the end of low rank on Village. Um, I am wearing full Glavinous armor, like I did uh, last time, uh, playing Generations with low rank. Uh, I love the Glavinous armor because it gives Grinder which is the uh, ability that boosts uh, your weapon after you sharpen. I don't know what the boost is. Is it an attack boost? Something like that? I think it's an affinity. Affinity. I could be wrong. Um, uh, Whatever it is. You use a whetstone, and then you're more powerful. So, yay. 
And then it also gives you one point shy of unlocking fencing or mind's eye with fencing. Um, and fencing jewels aren't really that hard to make uh, because all it takes is a Garuga wing. So I now have uh, mind's eye also, <laughs> which is really fun with great sword because <laughs> I can just, you know, charge from wherever and uh, get in there. And oh, man. I am loving the crap out of Adept Greatsword. Like, I am having, like, a ton of fun. Just like I did with the, uh, the whatever, Longsword and Monster World. I can't ever remember. It's not Fade Slash. What is it? The Foresight Slash. Foresight Slash. Yeah, Foresight Slash. Uh, it's, like, an even better Foresight Slash, because I do it all the time. I don't know if you guys saw, but I put uh, three clips on, on Twitter uh, pretty close together of me like uh doing adept greatsword things and just cutting off tails and just being awesome hmm. it was it was a lot of fun uh there's there's two of them when i so you'll see my gear progression with the different clips um uh the first one i'm in full kazoo which is what i started playing in that's where i left off on the the 3ds so i had full kazoo and i'm farming garuga and I cut off Garuga's tail with like, it was like uh, the first one was like me just like not even looking at him. I'm just sort of looking ahead. He runs by and I hit them uh, with a uh, an adept uh, through a level three charge. You know, after you do the dodge and then you do the upswing and then you go into an, uh, a charging upper uh, downward chop and that, that downward chop cuts off his tail. There's another one where I cut off his tail on the upswing and and then the next one is, um, you ever see those mad videos where they hit the monster when they're charging? Yes. Oh, to flinch them out of the attack. Yeah. Uh, well, not just punch. I, I, I did like a full level three charge after an adept. Uh, I hit uh, Nibel Snarf in the nose as he was coming after me um, and stopped him dead in his tracks. And I was like, yes, I did a mad thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I posted that one too. Um, I, was, I was really happy with myself. <laughs> yeah, I've been in... Uh, I've been in G1, just trying to progress through that slowly. Uh, I did what I did what I started with Monster Hunter World, which is I made all of my item sets, uh, which is one for Elder Dragons, one for Hot Weather, Cold Weather, uh, and, you know, traps. No traps, poison. And then I get... <laughs> Since it's generations, mm -hmm. I made a Venabra poisoning set, so that's that's a, a favorite favorite quest. Because um, I've always been doing that to get the Venabra armor since like three, three U. Um, so I have a, yeah, I think, a uh, generations two related question. Oh, mm -hmm. sorry, I, I, I keep going. I didn't know you were done. My bad. Yeah, uh, just. I think doing your homework in that sense can make mm -hmm. the game flow a lot better for you because you don't have to spend uh, seconds each time editing your item set a lot. And bolt crafting mm -hmm. as well, which is something I also started with World. So yeah, Toaster? Yeah, it's... It, it I there are a lot of people who are enjoying GU after coming out of World still. I've seen I've seen that sentiment. 
um, world is kind of like starter mode almost, it feels like for some people. Because, I mean, there's just so much content in GU. Of course, it has a lot more to build on, too. It's 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 going to have more content. Um, because, I mean, they're, they're pulling from all of Monster Hunter's history, you know, until, what was it, 2015, 2016, when that came out? Basically, Sans Try. They, they pretend that game doesn't exist. <laughs> what, Try? Yeah. That, that was the... There's no Moga Village. There's no underwater monsters. They... No, no, no. They they replaced it. I know. They, they replaced did. it with uh, Portable Thirds. <laughs> They're like, this is obviously the third gen one, see? <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's the big in Japan one. And then they don't yeah. have... I think it was Mega Village... From uh, or Jumbo Village from Monster Hunter Two, and then they had replaced it with uh, Poke. Yes, Poke, the, yeah. the admittedly more striking icy one that draws better c- contrast to Kokodo. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess. Just... I feel weird saying Poke Village because I keep thinking of Pokemon. Uh, so, speaking of villages, yeah, uh, kind of to continue addressing the uh, the fact that we're talking about generations two, uh, which is mm-hmm. which of the four villages is your favorite? Like, which one do you kind of like voluntarily spend the most time in? There's only one that I don't spend a lot of time in, and that's um, uh, the Monster Hunter One one. Kotoko, Kotaku, Kotaku Village. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't spend a lot of time in the first gen one, um, and it's nothing like uh, layout. I mean, even the music. It's just like I don't know. I just don't. Um, See, I like that one the best. It's nice, but it's not like I mean, you get the hero sword from there. I like it because it's small. It's pretty self-contained, and yeah. It's 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 that in the forest kind of very low down, very cool and calm city that I like. Oh, I said I like it. I just don't spend a lot of time there. Um, the one that I mean, I I like I like all four of them. I like the music the best in Poke because that's my favorite village theme. Um, I do get very annoyed with the foot bath quests and um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know the name of that one. Third gen one. Um, Isn't that, that one? Yeah. Yeah. You Yukimo. I'm more upset because you can't go to the legit footpath in Yukimo. It does also, seem I said sort it right. of That was outmoded. such a big deal. Once. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So what? Well, he's saying it's kind of pointless compared to the food stuff. Because that's what it, the baths replaced in, in Portable Third was the food. Well, they, they could have served us fondue while we're in the hot spring. It's the gross. ultimate. That's <laughs> gross. It, it's like I'm... going to the uh, hot springs in a in a Tales of game, and then staying in the hotel. <laughs> Doing the awkward uh, yeah. teenager fan service you see. Uh, in a less gross way than that sounded. Um, uh, I think I think part of the reason I hated Burna Village is because 
it didn't feel like a village. It just felt like a menu screen because you only ever see the facilities built for you, the hunter. Like you don't see houses or it doesn't seem like a legitimate village. It just seems like, oh, here's your place. All right. So where were we? <laughs> we were talking about villages in Monster Hunter and That's which is true. your favorite? Uh, I don't really, I don't really have a favorite. I just get annoyed with the footbaths, and I don't tend to be in the first one a lot. So I know I just go wherever the the quests are, like wherever I last picked up talking to people. I just so go there. So I end up being in the the the, the fourth gen of the Burma, or whatever you, the Swedish village, more so than anything, because you have to be there for the Palico farm. So since we. Since we're going by which one you like, we'll do process of elimination then. Uh, you're left with Burma and Snowland, which I forget what Snowland was called. Okay, Poke, right? Poke, yeah. So, mm-hmm. which between those two, we'll do the Tinder comparison. Which do you think looks prettier? Which one do you like better that way? Looks prettier? I would say Burma. Okay. So, do you like Burma more than, than uh, Poke? I mean, there's more to Tinder... Because I've been on it. <laughs> you can actually read their profile. <laughs> All right. Well, still, like, which do, you, which do you like better between those two? If you had I to mean, pick one. Functionally, I like Burma better because the cat village and all that kind of stuff. But aesthetically, I like Burma better. But the thing is, I like Poke's music so much better. Not that yeah. Burma's music is bad. It's just, you know, the, it's, it's, it, it, pl- it, it planks on those nostalgic chords. So... I will say Poke did winter music without sounding like Christmas music, which is always a positive in my book. Yes. Well, yeah, you just have to make it sound more icy and cold. It's very hard. When when you're there. Or I feel warm and cozy from the cold, is what I feel like. Like I'm snuggled. I mean, like the sound. You have to make it an icy sound. Like sh- like okay. sharp or sure. so. What about you? What about you, Haro? What's your What's your favorite four? Yeah, so I started in uh, three, being the tribe, being the Nintendo baby I am. Um, so I don't really. I'm in kind of an odd place in that I've never been to any of the villages before Cross because, the, of course, the first two games I didn't play, first two generations I didn't play, and then Moga's not in it, and. I don't care about Port Tanzania, and of course Locklock's not in it, so, uh, yeah, I just kind of, since the game, every time you restart it, Generations defaults you to uh, starting in Burma, Burna, <laughs> got me doing it, too. Um, ah. I, I just kind of go with that one, and you know, I like the, uh, mm-hmm. just the details they put into it, like the little Doppler effect they have on the quest uh, gal saying bye. She goes, bye. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's a nice detail because you're always, because yep. you anticipate the player's going to just start sprinting away as soon as you get out of that dialogue box. And that's the effect it gives you. <laughs> yeah. Which is nice. That's me. It's <laughs> a clever little detail. Just... Um, yeah, it's kind of funny because the difference between Berna and of course, like the first two, uh, uh, Kokoto and Poke Village probably have the best soundtracks, or at least the most memorable themes, in my estimation. It's just funny because Poke is like mostly white with a little bit of green, and then Berna is mostly green with a little bit of white. 
they kind of had a similar scheme going on in those places. Terms of environment. Alright. Yeah. Respectable. So, do you have any... Uh, time to go back to the roots of the podcast. Do you have any hits and tricks for new hunters trying to get into Monster Hunter uh, Generations? It's been a long time since we've talked about, like, hey, here's how to hunt better. Here's what you think we, you could do to be a better hunter. That's, yeah, it's true. We've not done that in a long time. Um, I would say a lot of people get caught up on skills and, and that kind of stuff. Honestly, I say when you're just sort of going through low rank and even high rank, I would say pick an armor that you want it, that has a decent enough value. You know, soup it up as much as you can with armor stones. And just sort of stick with very few armors up until you get to G rank and then start worrying about mixed sets and, and all that kind of stuff, because you're going to, I mean, you're just kind of, most people are going to want to go through key quests and just sort of just get up to the end. Right. Not me. I go through every completion, you know, I complete every star before I move on to the next, but those are the best of my abilities. Sometimes there's locked quests, but, um, the just, Stick with an armor. Don't worry so much about, you know, fretting over getting every armor or that kind of stuff. Just find one you like and play through a whole tier. That's kind of kind of how I, I do it. Um, I didn't do it exactly like that. I started with Kazoo, then I moved up to Garuga, then I moved up to Glavinus, but that was just me being me. So I, I would even say do make even less armor than I did. <laughs> So I would say, okay, uh, just stay organized. Um, uh, and if you're if you're literally like a first time player, then probably like switch around a little bit to find a weapon that stay in guild style because that's going to be the core gameplay of Monster Hunter. And uh, Generations does something that will completely com- like haywire you because. If you're, if you're switching between styles for one weapon, that changes the combos. Not only does it change the combos, but it subtracts certain moves and can add some moves. And not only does it act as uh, add and subtract, it's, uh, even if you have some of the moves there, if you're in like striker style, for, uh, per se, it'll change the button mapping of all the moves that are still there because it's quote-unquote simplifying it, which is definitely complicating the matter. <laughs> Yeah. At least, if you ask me. Because uh, for Longsword, if you go from Guild to Striker style, I believe that the Fade Slash is mapped to A instead of A plus, a plus X. Yeah. So your your instincts are going to have you whiffing and using the exact wrong move <laughs> at the exact wrong time uh, if, if you're yeah. going between things. I yeah I I would I would say yeah definitely find a style you like and a weapon you like and try to stick to that if you're newer. It's not it's not bad to sort of figure out what weapon you like, but like there's a whole next level of complication with styles <laughs> in figuring out what you like <laughs> because yeah, like you're saying, just between guild and striker and even aerial and uh i keep wanting to say bushido um it's not bushido 
Adept. I'm the one I use Adept. <laughs> uh, anyways, you know, just those those four are complicated enough. Now with Monster Energy U, we have Alchemy, and then we have Brave. Which do they rename that? Uh yeah, I think it's Valor now. So Valor, Valor style. You know, there's like so now there's six ways to play every weapon. <laughs> so six times fourteen. Well. Plus that and if you're Paragus. doing a bowgun, you'll have moves as added and subtracted by default of that weapon, so it gets even more fun. Mm-hmm. And or bow with your that's shot types. honestly, oh yeah, uh, that's honestly one of my biggest suggestions. But the way is try everything out. Don't be afraid to experiment. Don't read or. Like, trust anybody who says X, Y, Z is bad. Like, never yeah. trust anybody for Monster and it says X, Y, Z weapon is bad. None of them are bad. They're all balanced. <laughs> you know what? The only time it matters is if you're trying to do, like, end game speedrun competitions. Which, we, you know, we've had guests on who do those. But right. if you're just trying to beat the game, you're good. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. I- yeah. I a lot of people didn't like using uh, adept charge blade like I did for a long time, and because uh, what was the, what was the popular one for charge blade? I know there was a lot of uh, aerial charge blade. I think, I think guild was honestly the most popular one. Yeah, and I think guild was the other one. Um, it was just like uh, I don't know. Uh, now let let me ask you this: Which one of the weapons has? It's either charge blade or switch axe. It has like a spinning move. That's the like charge a, blade. The, the, the it, buzzsaw. I did guess. you guys see that clip on Reddit? That was insane. Yeah, the buzzsaw. Yeah. Holy cow! It is amazing looking. It was a clip of someone fighting Lava Seath, which is in GU also on top of World, which is kind of weird because Lava Seath is this is he's only appeared three times in the whole series. It was. He was a weird pick for World. <laughs> yeah, he appeared in World. He was in Freedom Unite, and then he's in Generations and Generations Ultimate. And it's just like, that came out of nowhere. Because uh, Lava Seath is probably one of the least used monsters, aside from a couple one-shot monsters. But like, yeah, he's just a weird one. But anyways, it was a clip of someone fighting Lava Seath with a charge blade, I guess. And they were they were just, just hammering down in axe mode on this thing. And it was just like, flinch after flinch it was like it basically never got got up and then it did the the hunter art with the buzzsaw and it was like holy cow this thing is just murder like oh my gosh that was a good clip so i do have another piece of advice for everybody who's who's picking it up who maybe knew or maybe this will be your first monster game um or specifically if you if you came from worlds because you could kind of get away with this in worlds versus uh, generations two know how long your moves and your animations last and by that i mean over committing the combos over committing the drinking a potion just know how long that lasts and never trade health with the monster a lot of that was my biggest thing was i can get off this amazing move if it just kind of goes off in time no it's you don't want to do that there is absolutely no benefit to getting off a move just to get hit it's always better to just get one or two hits in and then just back off. You have you have fifty minutes to do your job. <laughs> you're okay with it with not overcommitting every time. I will say though, if you're playing longsword right. and you're 
in, like on Spirit 3, absolutely trade health with the monster. <laughs> because landing that round slash is... At least for me, it's, 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 it helps, like, keep the combo up. Especially since in Generations, your spirit uh, level doesn't revert down to zero from red. It goes down from one level to the next, to the next, to the next, and then to zero. Oh, was that how it was in That's Generations? That's how it you, is how it dropped to zero. Okay. Yeah, that's actually four U's when I played Longsword the most. <laughs> um, so, world. Also world. Um, Foresight slash river. Uh, but, but I would issue like a warning <laughs> about uh, like expert expert um, adept and uh, valor styles. Like, it, it is absolutely great, like you said, Toaster, to, to experiment and to find the weapons that suits you. But if you're going to, into styles, I think those are the most punishing styles to get into. Because not only are you, are you straining for this, like, extra bar on certain weapons that might be, like, a second or third bar that you're managing. Uh, I mean, it oh, will yeah. be a third bar, at minimum, on top of hunting, Hunter Arts. Um... But, but those weapons, or the, those styles, make your weapon just worse until you get, until you dodge through a monster's attack, until you uh, le- level up the Valor Gauge to uh, <laughs> Valor Activated. Like oh, Longsword, for instance. I do have a suggestion, by the way. Well, I just, yeah, I'm just, just going to say Longsword, you lose the Fade Slash and the Spirit, the spirit Round Slash uh, in Valor Style until you've powered it up. So it's it's just extra hard to like dodge monsters attacks and maneuver, for instance. It does take a different mentality for sure. Um, yeah, it's 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 hard to adjust from avoidance um, with other styles, and then sort of here purposely kind of dodge into an attack or, you know, sit there and wait to get hit on the sheathing for Adept and uh, Valor. It's just, it's a total different way to play. Yeah. (laughs) It just, it messes with your brain. Um, (laughs) um, So much so that I got hit a lot in Monster Hunter World after playing Generations (laughs) for the Adept style and vice versa. Um, I don't know. I feel like I... Um, in my in my mind, it's just okay. like point guarding, though. Because you can... Yeah, point guarding, you can be a god with it. But unless you have practice with point guarding, you're just going to get hit and just die a lot. That's probably why Charge Blade is a more technical weapon to get into from other weapons. Yeah, charge play is very technical, especially if you want to get into guard points, which means some people who are really good at charge play don't even use guard points. It's like a whole other <laughs> level. Oh, also, uh, this is some keynotes I want to kind of remind people. Uh, Lance back hopping is his thing. By default, you don't roll forward with Lance anymore. You <laughs> you go back to only hopping backwards <laughs> before anybody makes that mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one was, and this is my last suggestion for people, uh, if you're going to play Heavy Bowgun like I did, uh, 
I think I can't remember what the exact name is it of it is, but there is a hunter art that's called I think it's Load Gunpowder. It is the greatest hunter art ever. It is just free damage, and the time it takes for you to use up all the gunpowder charges it gives you is enough time to build up enough meter to get more gunpowder charges. So you're just constantly cycling this thing that gives you free damage. Yeah, the Gunner Hunter arts look really cool in, uh, in, in the trailers for generations, like the one that, I think it's Lightbow Gun, you fire a shot and then you roll backwards and then you like do another like huge sidestep backwards, or backstep backwards. Oh yeah, is that a separate art? I thought that was just an improved uh, gunpowder evade, like from the first generation. Oh, is that the gunpowder evade? You know, it's definitely it's definitely from um, from generations one. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about a brand new one when you were like talking about a second one. I was like, what? I just didn't recognize it by name. I just like there are some fancy like, new ones though. Gun art. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I'm, I'm glad it's coming out again. I, I kind of wish it had come out a lot earlier, though. I know yeah. that's a common sentiment, but it releasing after Worlds just feels really weird. Yeah, you have seen that in some of the mainstream reviews, too. They're all uh, noting that the release order was different in Japan, but nonetheless, it's probably the worst-reviewed Monster Hunter in since since, like... I don't know, since it started getting good reviews, I guess. Yeah. Because it's not, like, badly reviewed. It's, like, 8.5, eight but, you know. I did see a review where they unironically said that, oh, yeah, this is a step down from them, from uh, from Worlds. It's like, yeah, no, no, we know. <laughs> like, But they're legitimately trying to criticize it for being like, why'd they put out a lesser product? It's not the same thing. <laughs> I, I do kind of see that. I mean, because if you if you want to play this uh, like the most polished generation of Monster Hunter, the most like ambitious version of itself, uh, like the most new version, like there's more, way more new content in World, and even the old stuff feels new, or is made to feel new. Uh, you can you can do that on other platforms, but on yeah. Switch, you're just like eh. <laughs> You've just kind of got the expansion of, of the 3DS game. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It's, I mean, it's kind of a slog replaying content that you know I lost and doing it again and then did it in Japanese and doing it again in English. Like, it's it's a lot of the same, but at the same time, like, I still like it. I don't mean that mainly in the negative. I mean, I just, like, like, it'd a... be cool if they could have ported this and then... Like, it'd be cool if the first Monster Hunter on Switch was, like, something new-gen, you know? Because that's what you kind of feel like when you're on a new console. If it was, like, Portable 5th with uh, Yukimo Village, but on the top of a mountaintop somewhere in the unsettled world. Um, yeah, because presumably the next Monster Hunter game will be... The, the side teams game since the last game they released was in 2017 and they ported that game which is uh, Generation Switch mm-hmm. so yeah presumably they'd be working with the 5th gen uh, iteration of the engine 
and then doing something with that on, on handheld. Okay. That's all speculation. It's... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Nah. I don't have a lot to say on that one. <laughs> then, then we, we all know the next Monster Hunter game is going to be a uh, Mario Party-style board game. Mm. I'm not against that. We're going to say Mario Party. <laughs> I got really disappointed. Was... I, oh, I can't. Goodness. Monster Kart would be silly. I don't know how you would even work that. But... It'd be like I mean, the Flintstones cars. <laughs> let's... let's... <laughs> I was just thinking, like, screw that. Just race as the monsters. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a better idea. What am I saying? Just... <gasps> no. It's going to be a Godzilla Destroy All Monsters where it's just all the monsters in a oh, fighting game. Okay. Yeah. Like my, <laughs> my, my hopes and dreams for a new Smash Bros. That's <laughs> mostly just because I want to see Bracadillo's punch a Rajang in the face. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be, but, that'd uh, be bizarre. Wasn't there some weird mode in Monster Hunter 2 where you could do like PvP where you're like a hunter monster team? Sort of like stories. What? I never. Did you ever play know. the original? I never got to play okay. 2. Because I, I saw some strange. I know there was a strange tweet about, obscure tweet about it from a band like Iacris on Twitter. Or Bandino, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. It hasn't been hmm. uh, localized, and I think I think PlayStation Two is actually uh, region locked, so you I, have to get a Japanese PS Two just to play an imported copy of Monster Two. Yes, they are. That was a it was a big deal because I I remember being so disappointed uh, that Monster Hunter Two wasn't coming to the US and I was following it so closely. Um I and that's what sort of re re-spurred my drive to play the original Monster Hunter was the anticipation of two. Right. So that's where I I um came back to Monster Hunter after all I think I only had about maybe two, three hundred hours into the game. And that's where it, it boosted up to thousands of hours. <laughs> um, because, you know, that's all I had for a long time. It wasn't. So I, I started playing Monster Hunter in high school. And it wasn't until college uh, that Freedom 2 came out for me. So there was a long spell of me just playing Monster Hunter 1. And then it's kind of been pseudo more often, especially recently. It's almost been yearly now. Uh, with a new Monster Hunter game, sometimes bi-yearly, like this year. Two new Monster Hunter games this year. Well, kind of new. I wouldn't call Double Cross exactly new, but... Well... Or GU, because it was... I guess it depends Cross. if you want to go for uh, Eastern or Western release dates. Mm-hmm. Well, um... Kind of rambly today, but... I think that was a good discussion on just a lot of comparisons of Monster Hunter World and GU still. I think that's going to be theme of the day until we get some serious news, oh, which might be coming. Who knows? I don't know. But, uh... Um, I believe there is, in fact, a uh, Nintendo Direct coming up this next week. Doubt there's going to be news, but maybe... I didn't even know there was going to be a Nintendo Direct. I didn't watch the Nindies. Did you guys? I did. 
was anything good out of it? There's quite a few. Okay. <laughs> we'll discuss right. it later. All right. No, I'm okay with that. I, I totally missed it. I had other things going oh, on. So so I'm probably just going to um, maybe another okay. smash for, for those characters or something. Just to, just just to set expectations. Don't don't expect Monster to become an actual character in that game. It's I would I would be they, so they, happy. I would so happy. Fun, but I, I do want, not like your fun. I I almost want the creepy cat from uh, stories. Oh, not the cat! Get out! I almost want that. That's not monster. Oh no! It's it's like the they're like the mascots, but they're not like the good mascots. That would that would be like guys. We have our new representative from Scooby Doo. It's Scrappy! Yay! I mean, they tried that. They honestly tried that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, here's a Naruto uh, crossover. Our character we chosen is the is the is the bowl of ramen. Naruto. Eats. Come on, guys. <laughs> Sorry. That's, yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess at this point we move on to the monster balloon. Look up at the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It is a green plane. No, it is the queen, the poison queen, the dangerous and wonderful Rathian. Uh, Rathian has been a staple in Monster Hunter since one of the very beginning. It's not the, you know, the mascot, I think, but it's, it's a good second runner, right? Oh, yeah, I think it's a good pair. I mean, she got some heavy recognition from uh, Monster Hunter Premium Unite's intro cutscene. Oh, that's She's prominently right. figured in that. I, I, honestly, I honestly had forgot that she showed up in that cutscene. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know what a Rathian is, um, welcome. This is a show about a game that's about hunting monsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sure how you got past 40 episodes without knowing that, but kudos. Uh, so, I, I love Rathian's design. I like that she's very clearly a giant dangerous wyvern, but they they made her significantly different than her partner while keeping her, her you know, clearly Similar this, enough. Yeah, they're the same-ish, but still distinguishable. I like that a they're, lot of the... The They're face a species with a with a good sexual dimorphism. Yes, I liked how the face is a bit more streamlined, whereas Rathian's face or Rathalos's face is very out there and spiky and you know dragony. Rathian, mm-hmm. they try to look. I guess they try to make it look very female. And except for I that think, chin spike, I don't think that chin spike is very female. No, <laughs> but I think I think they did a decently good job because yeah. they made it look a lot more. Um, streamlined, a lot more rounded. Can I say that? Is that like a good way? Kind of like a nurse shark versus like a great white. Sure. Well, in nature, the um, sexual dimorphism is often counter to like uh, human cultural se- sexual dimorphism, or in like fashion, like is really? you know in Western culture. Oh, that's women right. Yeah, dress more colorfully, and men kind of dress browns and blacks and down to earth. But That's of course, true, birds, yes. it's the opposite. If you've ever seen birds, <laughs> it makes sense because Rathalos is red. And there's, yeah, that's, that's true. It's not camouflage whatsoever, but you know, green Rathian, that's pseudo camouflage, especially when she's in the jungle. So, yeah, and she's usually a more down to earth, like, she doesn't fly nearly as much. She's very chill on the Literally ground level. 
I mean, that's that's why Rathalos is the king of the sky, not Rathian. She's called the queen of the earth, I think. That's her title. That's one of her titles, I think. Hmm. So, but yeah, she's. I, I like her kit a, a lot. As frustrating and as much as I hate it so much, I hate this this monster. But <laughs> I think it's well designed. Because it, it forces you to learn how to use items. It forces you to like pay attention to what the monster's doing. Like if it jumps up in the air right in front of you and you're right in front of the monster, maybe don't be there. <laughs> Just There's a uh, tail coming with your name <laughs> on it. A tail that has very good poison. I think uh, the tail... Which also, by the way, this is one of the monsters that teaches you... Because I think generally you encounter them early on. It teaches you Cut the tail, and it might actually help you. Yeah, she um, stops doing that attack. Some games she? it didn't, because you could. S- she, some games it does. Some games uh, she still does it, and you can hit by the hit by the phantom tail that you cut off. So that's oh, that, fun. That's not good. We call it getting stub slapped. My brother St- and I <laughs> stub slapped. <laughs> that's, that's just plain yeah. confusing at that point. Ugh. That sounds slightly offensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! What can I say? I'm slightly offensive. But uh, she uses fire and poison. It's a very generic dragon, I think. Uh, <gasps> Wyvern. Wyvern, that's right. Sorry. Can I just say for Oof. a sec? I'm going to get fired for this. <laughs> Can I just say for a sec? I think the uh, tail looks attack. <laughs> like, like we pay anybody. <laughs> the... I make six figures from this. Don't tell anybody. Rathian's <laughs> tail whip is just like... One... All right, editing uh, that out. Oh, <laughs> Um, there she's weakest to dragon and thunder, which I think it's interesting that they have all the you know very stereotypical wyverny dragony things be used to be weakest to dragon. Um, Pokemon does that same thing where dragons are only weak to dragons. Um, I think it's because they just kind of. I personally think it's because they don't know what to do with the element, but it also might be trying to keep it as this mysterious element that you don't know why it's so good. Well. Even though the armor's always crap, the bugs always have dragon resistance. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just like to think of it trying to step on a beetle and it's not doing a good job. <laughs> the, dra- the mighty dragon can defeat anything but the stag beetle. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wasn't able to find a monster hunter that the, the Rathian has not appeared in. So I think it's... Nope. It's in, it's in everyone. All of them. Get your heart out, Diablo. Uh, she also appears in... <laughs> it also appears in most every habitat. <sighs> yeah, it's in a lot. Uh, the only thing it doesn't really like is snow, I noticed. Like, it, it's pretty much it, anywhere that's not cold. <laughs> not cold. Um, variants will show up in volcanic regions, but the green Rathian normally won't. You know, uh, Rathalos uh, speaking is, of, they usually share the forest environment. Or like the plains environment, depending. Yep. But uh, Rathian... The default level one environment. Yeah, Rathian is usually forest, uh, uh, I think swamp and desert, and Rathalos is forest, and appears at the end of the game again in Volcano. I, I do like that uh, Rathian is also like home of some of the more infamous Monster Hunter moves that people tend to rage a lot about. The first being that, that backflip. That backflip hurts so bad. <laughs> Throws you so far, knocks you down for so I long. Love, I love that attack. And if you're not paying attention, 
<laughs> it will it'll gate. It's, it's like the most iconic animation um, I think uh probably in like the first monster hunter in the first generation cuz I think it's more iconic in a, in a weird way than anything Rathalos has even though he's the uh presumptive flagship. It's also very cinematic of an attack. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah, totally. That's why it's that's why it's great. It's yeah. like it's not something you're expecting a monster to do when it's planted on the ground. And uh doing a nice transition over to the worst move and the one I hate with absolutely no good animations and not very cinematic. The move of I'm going to run it. <laughs> I, yeah, that's gotten better over the years. It, it has so gotten bad, better, even with man. I hate it. World, it's still so bad. Just uh, like five times. Have fun in a with row. that. Generations two, everybody. Generations two was bad for that too. My gosh. So for those of you who don't know, Rathian will turn and look at you, and then run straight forward, and then sort of follow a little and bit, then, and then she will turn and look at you, and then run straight forward, and she does it three times. She sort of. I want to point out if you're just. If you're just standing up like, you know, you would during a hunt try to get up quickly, the Rathian has timed her runs exactly so that the second you're up and in ready to be hit again is when she does her next run. That's when you do this. Stay down. Stay yeah. down. <laughs> it is frame time for you to just get hit over and over again. So have patience. Yeah. You're good. Oh, the other uh, yeah, the other move fine. that I really like from her is the because Rathalos just does just does the fireball. Baratheon when it, when she's enraged, I believe she'll do like the triple fireball, like center and then like right or left, and it, at, yeah, at all three, then like either right or left, and then or left or right. I can't remember the order. Anyway, it's a complicated way of saying that. Uh, I think it's center, right, left from her perspective. Okay. Yeah, and they go at pretty wide angles, but if you're close or not paying attention, it can easily catch you pretty good. Well, it started in third gen, too. She also does a, a wide blast right. just in front of her, and it's a big area. It can light uh, the ground on fire, too. The first Lovasiath yes. nuke. So the thing I hate Even about that the water. is... <laughs> um, she is very accurate with those fire blasts. So like, if you are going to drink a potion, you know... 50 yards away. Make sure she's doing literally anything else. Because <laughs> if she's just standing still, you're going to get hit with a fireball. Guaranteed. Uh, which, by the way, quick quick fun reminder, because we were talking about Generations 2, you can't move while drinking a potion anymore. Have fun with that. Yep. <laughs> uh, our awesome, awesome host, Haru, had mentioned... Uh, variations, which there are plenty of. There's actually a total of six variations in Rathian. Uh, some of them are not that more, some of them are not that different, so I'm going to, you know, go a little bit quicker. Uh, the first and more foremost, uh, for those who play Worlds will notice, the Pink Rathian. It is a Rathian that is together class. Pink. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's very similar in terms of it's just, you know, it's a Rathian that's pink and more like a lot of the variations where it's color change, it just, it's faster. 
It's faster. It's more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Pink Rathian stays on the ground a little bit more versus the next uh, subspecies. Uh, yeah, she's still very ground oriented, but she does have the the side tail drag. That's her big difference. Is that the when she does the flip, it actually drags off to her right side or left. I can't. Oh yeah, so if she dodges left or right, you can get biffed by it still because she moves it instead of first. Yeah, straight that move always looks to me like a gyroscope of death. Can you can can anyone explain <laughs> the like hitbox in that? Because I I just it's very tilted. It's like a yeah. circle to me. It's like very a circle tilted. of death. The hitbox is wherever it's most inconvenient for uh, you. Yes, thank you, Sensei. Um, <laughs> makes much, as much sense as any other explanation, honestly. Uh, so her next one that is very likes to fly and very likes to backflip and fire and everything is the Gold Rathian. Uh, this one hasn't made it to Worlds yet, and I'm kind of sad. Um, Are you? Yeah. D- Okay. I want to. I want to hear the lamentations of hunters. Karoth ate her, like a whale swallowing an orca, which doesn't happen. All right, so we're gonna try. We're gonna try basic, this one. She's basically a pink Rathian, right? Except but that she's gold. <laughs> she's pink. Well, she's pink Rathian in the fact that she has the same move sets and the same mentality, but instead of their head being a weak point, it's the wings. They're also not weak to dragon anymore. Deal with that. <laughs> they're weak to water, right? Yeah. It's water. It's water. Yeah. They're still weak to lightning, but water. And I think yeah. they're just more aggressive um, and they bounce you a ton more. Yeah. They're also bigger. <laughs> they're bigger. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I've only fought them across the tower. I didn't know they can actually appear in the swamps and misty peaks too, but I generally have only fought them on the tower where I just hate life. <laughs> They were in the tower in For You, I know that. Um, this must be Generations Ultimate that they were in. There. Might have been like an event quest or something <laughs> that they nor- don't normally appear in. Maybe. Yeah, that's a possibility. Um, moving on to the next one that was introduced in Generations. Lucky you all. This is the current Rathian if you want to play it. Um, so previous Rathians have been focused more on, on their tail flips and their fire. Um, Dread Queen Rathian, which is the next one, Kind of ditches the fire a little bit. She still tactically does fire, but um, she doubled down hard on the poison aspect. Talk about um, sexual dimorphism. So Generations... Yes. <laughs> Generations uh, got a new type of poison debuff called uh, Noxious and Deadly Poison. Actually, I think Noxious always existed, but Deadly Poison is the new, new version. So... Poison does a lot, does, does damage over time. Noxious Poison, I think, does twice the amount of damage over time and lasts longer. Deadly yeah. Poison, I believe, goes until you die. Or drink an antidote. Yeah. And it, which, is it, the, which is the suggested course, in case you're wondering. You, you will die very quickly. <laughs> they didn't want uh, people yeah. to just heal through the debuff. Some people, yeah. So, one thing that she does is... um. I don't think we mentioned this attack. Uh, she'll like go up in the air, and then kind of like do the the Rathalos kind of lock on claws dive thing. Um, 
but with their claws and their tail at the same time, where they just kind of dive bomb trying to hit somebody from oh, a high. Oh, like a scorpion stings you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Brutal. Uh, they look pretty, and they if you make a, if you make armor and weapons out of them, expect insane amounts of poison damage. They look very nice. Um, I honestly haven't really fought that many Dread Queen Rathians, mostly because I just hated fighting it. it. It's it's really that difficult for me, at least, to fight. I'm not sure about you guys. Uh, I never killed one. I fought one twice, I think. Um, it was just a tough fight. Um, but this was like, you know, my generation save on the 3DS, you know, years ago when I lost it. So I wasn't really, I never got to finish generations technically. Um, I was at the end game, but you know, I wasn't doing all of the, uh, I didn't do a lot of the deviants. I think I only ever killed stone fist and Azur, uh, not Azur, red helm, our Azurus. And, um, I fought Rathian, but I never tried any other ones. So, like my until I get there in my current save, I don't. I have very little experience with deviants. Yeah, I think okay. I only bothered with the deviants I was farming, which is like Silverwind, Narukuga, and yes, uh, Grimclaw Tigrix. Oh yeah, and, and and Hellblade. Everyone does Hellblade. Say in a sacrifice. Oh, I did forget to mention uh, the. This is something <laughs> I didn't know about. I just. Glanced upon it when looking at my reference documents. Uh, so normally, the, one of the key things with Rathians and Rathlos is flash bombs are amazing. You know, if they the second they go up in the air, use a flash bomb, they will fall to the earth, and you can just beat the crap out of them for a while. Um, Dread Queen Rathlos is immune to flash bombs while she's flying mm. until you until you break one of her wings. That what? Yep. Once <laughs> you break so a wing, I think I guess it's because like. She's very focused, so you can't really flash her. But once her wing's broken, she has to focus more on flying, so she stops focusing maybe on, you know, you throwing a flash pot or something. That actually I don't know, makes I'm sense, not... given the Monster Hunter's logic of uh, if something is blinded, it will fall from the sky. That a super powerful right. monster would you have to break its okay. wings but... before it would succumb to that. But that's one thing I've noticed is I love that the deviants will sometimes subvert just the normal way of fighting them. Like, well, yeah, yeah. of course, hunters were going to try cheesing it with with a flash bomb. Let's just make it not work for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say the deviant that I had the most experience with and I just fought him today is the Red Helm. And that kind of subverts some expectations of Arzurus. One, him being a punching bag. Two, I mean, he's not very much a punching bag when he's Red Helm. And and two, his swipes are super powerful. I I didn't mention this earlier, but like, um, what's the what's the name of the art? You you probably know this Haru, um, the one where the great sword you sit there and charge it, and then if it hits you, it gets stronger. I believe it's the brimstone slash. Brimstone slash, yeah. So I've been using that level two, um. I was at full health, um, so the full normal health. I had eaten, but I'd already carded, so it was just back to whatever the default max health is. Um, I was at full health, and I was doing the brimstone slash, and um, Arzurus hits me with uh, the charged up. You know, he does the one where he does charge up and sort of swings it out, and actually it'll throw out a shiny, which is usually a sushi fish. 
the other one that throws fish. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it hits me, and it brings me down to one or two health. Like, it's just full down to one or two. And I was like, oh, God. But the counter was was so powerful, it actually killed it. It was actually the killing blow. I was hmm. just like, that was awesome. I did not so clip wait, that one, it, though. It I hit should've. you with, like, a Pike's Place Market fish? It just threw a fish at you? So when it's when it does the swipes, you know, it does the, yeah, the swipes yeah. left and right, the Arzus. There's one where it, it angles it down and sort of scoops and hits the water because it, <laughs> it only really appears in the, the sort of water right, areas right. of uh, of the deserted island, and it hits the water, and you'll see fish. You'll just see an animation of fish just fly. Oh, so it's up. not like a giant fish; um, it's like fish spray. It's and like it's actually Nergante, but it's a bunch of fish growing out of its back, and they they break off and slime into you. <laughs> You'll never get that out of your minds now. Not exactly, but yes. <laughs> uh, nightmares for weeks. By the way, uh, you, you mentioned that that red helm. Um, the other thing you, you you did mention about him was the whole. Uh, normally, when he does the swipes, you can just kind of run left and right and avoid them. Uh, he can turn on a dime, <laughs> and his swipes carry him forward a good ten feet or so. Yeah, it's it's a powerful attack, but it was a good it was a good I was satisfied with that kill for using the brimstone slash. Although I might be switching off a brimstone slash because that did get me killed earlier. In the fight. <laughs> I was just because you can't get out of it. Yep. And then I got hit and I was like, oh, gosh, that was 75 percent of my health. And then he hit me again. I was like, wait, can't you uh, can you end <laughs> it? Yeah. Pressing attack. No, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm, I've I tried. That, Maybe you can after I you can remember hit. something about that. That might be wrong. I, I, I yeah, I, I, I'm using it. Um, I trust me. After I got hit, I was definitely panicking because I was like, "Oh no, it's not done," and he's going to swing again. <laughs> so yeah. Well, guys. I think uh, that's a good place to leave off, unless you have more to say about there it. Are, well, well, there's more deviants, you're right. There are more deviants, yes. Or so, I have, two, I have two quick mentions. Unfortunately, these are in the wonderful world of... Frontier. Uh, frontier. Actually, these ones aren't from Frontier. I have, we, have deep, we have notes on the Frontier ones. There's some from outside of Frontier. Um, the first being called a Conflagration Grathian. Um, okay. Bunch it of fire, is, I'm guessing. It's actually green with red spikes. It looks pretty cool, I won't lie. Kind of like assume, an That's a good, I think, comparison, yeah? yeah? The problem being, there's not any documentation on this, because, man, there's no documentation on anything for Monster Hunter line, online. I have looked. I've been, I've been trying to do my homework. It is not well done. <laughs> oh, wow, that is, that is like an Espinus. That is definitely like an Espinus. Espinus, um, if in case you don't know, it's is one of the first like frontier exclusive monsters. It's called the Wyvern of the Roses. It's dark green with red thorns, so it looks like a rose, and that's kind of what this looks like. The only notes we have are like biological fun, you know, flavor text ones, but nothing that helps you fight it. <laughs> um, okay. There is also uh, another one that comes from the wonderful world of Monster Hunter Explorer for those who somehow get that working on their phone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's called the Scorching Heat Rathian. And it is a Rathian that someone set on fire. 
<laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it looks... It looks like it's in pain more than it looks like it's using the fire. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. One would assume this uses a lot of fire it's attacks. Like someone... Wow. It's like a Raffian who plays... <laughs> I mean, this thing... It's like a Raffian who plays a lot of Halo, and then they get the uh, Flaming Skull armor mod. And wear that yeah. all of the time. I was thinking someone took a poor Rathian and poured kerosene on her little match and run. Like <laughs> that's that's what happens when you wyvern fire a sleeping Rathian in the face. Uh, it's like the scene from the uh, the, uh, the Terminator where the person's like holding out of the chain link fence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that, that oh so overused gif. She's just flying through the air, and then suddenly it's oh, like. Geez. Uh, this change comes across the screen, and she turns into a cooked uh, Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> or like a very burnt Thanksgiving dinner. You hear really. the background of light. You hear in the I background the little voice go, "Tasty, mm, mm, good memeing." <laughs> I do not know about you. I wouldn't eat a Rathian. That seems seems like a great way to get food poisoning and maybe just die. <laughs> I mean, ever since the first one. Rathian tail has been a delicacy. It's like it was a it was part of the the best food buff in Monster Hunter One was Rathian tail. Maybe it's like that fugu fish where like yeah you can technically eat it but like <laughs> if you cook cook it wrong you die. Yeah, <laughs> giant and the uh, poison is all stored in, stored in the spines. So like don't eat the spiky parts. Uh. Luckily, I think that's we... a good model for just life practice. Don't yeah, the spiky parts. Eternal <laughs> bleeding. Uh, luckily, we do have some deviants though from uh, Fortuan's dreams, the world of uh, the world of frontier. Uh, they're all the hardcore variants. Unfortunately, it's nothing like a, a zenith variant of a Rathian. That comes later. But uh, the first one's just the hardcore Rathian. It is a Rathian that has purple on its on its spikes. Uh, it doesn't get too much more. It was one of the earlier versions, so it didn't get all the crazy stuff like Farcaster Breath or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, however, now when it does its tailspin, it also chucks rocks and boulders across at you. So its tailspin also has a ranged element to it now, too. It sounds nice. like the uh, Devil Joe hardcore version or something that you were talking about. Because we hate you, Gunners. <laughs> or, sorry, Diablos. Sounds like the Frontier version of Diablos that's extra hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, we also have a hardcore pink Rathian. It is... I'd say it's significantly pinker. I, I don't know if that's a good <laughs> description. Like, it's just... It, it definitely 100%, looks pinker. 100% pink. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see a hot pink, like the, the hot pink that comes from the missing textures in any source game. <laughs> but no, not that pink. Um... Mary Kay pink. So it has bigger fireballs. Like, you know how Pink Rathian doubled down on the fireballs a little bit? Yeah. Uh the, the hardcore version can make uh when it when its fireballs hit the hit a surface, the explosion is larger than the Rathian. Mm. Oh gosh. Because <laughs> that makes so sense. It's a behemoth, basically. Um also Yeah. Also, whenever it does its tail swing thing, it doesn't actually swing its body around like it used to. Normally, whenever it does its tail swing, it's basically like it's just turning around. Um, now it just kind of flicks its tail around. It just poisons anything behind it. 
Um, a oh, new, okay. A, a new one I like. Uh, there's a G-rank version of Hardcore Pink Rathian because just add more fixes onto a monster. Why not? Um, it'll actually lift a boulder. I'm reading this verbatim, by the way. Uh, attack which lifts a large boulder from the ground, then destroys it with its talons, sending chunks of rock in multiple directions. That sounds... Uh, isn't that like a Tigrex attack? I mean, that's like Tetsukabra when he gets the boulder in his mouth and it jumps up and then slams down. Yeah, that's also a... Oh, yeah. That's like a Tetsukabra. That's also exactly version. like what Grimclaw Tigrex does. Yeah. Hmm. Grimclaw is another one of those uh, fun uh, generations things that you guys get to face soon. Deviance. Yes. Uh, also, the Pink Rathian, whenever it does a tailspin, it now also shoots spikes out of it to add a ranged element to that one, too. Because we just wanted to hurt gunners more. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all people trying to stay in the back going to get punished. It's true. It's it's every, Nobody likes gunners, not even the designers. I don't think gunners like gunners. That's why we became gunners. <laughs> the only way you could get a more, um, you know deprioritized class type in a video game is if is Monster Hunter if it's if you added like a stealth based weapon. <laughs> no yeah. Wait, stealth has to be so weak so all the other weapons can work. It's like you can get discovered if the monster is looking in your direction. Uh patch one point two we oh, have the Metal Gear Solid alert noise and exclamation points to Monster Hunter. I would love that. We do have the sudden strings now again when people, you know, people, monsters find you in the game. That came back. The dun! Oh yeah, because now it's actually needed because they kind of wander instead of just kind of, you know, walking through zones. Right. Uh, there is a hardcore gold Rathian, and despite all the cool stuff pink Rathian got, uh, gold Rathian got a larger... It got a bigger chin spike. And, oh gosh! And it's got it's got uh, bright blue eyes and gold wings. That's it. They they don't have any notes on like if it's a tax change or anything. I'm gonna assume they don't <laughs> because every other hardcore variant we've ever seen has like detailed descriptions of how this will ruin your day. But for Gold Rathian, it just pointed out, oh, it has a different color eyes and more spikes. Great, cool. <laughs> Uh, overall, I like Rathian it, it, as much as I hate hunting this monster. Like, I, I really, really hate hunting Rathians. It, they're supposed to be easy. I die to them all the time. Like, even now, in high rank gear, I will die to a Rathian because I just overcommit to something mm -hmm. or <laughs> just get I, I'm the same way. abused if into a corner. Rathian, for whatever reason, and I, I, it's just mistakes or whatever. Rathian is the monster that kills me the most. Mm. But I think I would learn. <laughs> a little bit of a teaser. Uh, next episode, we're going to go over uh, the counterpoint to Rathian. And uh, the, final, the final monster in the Monster Balloon series. And the flagship of Monster Hunter. And I'm looking forward to talking with you guys about that. The Pookie. Yes. <laughs> She's the counterpart oh, to Rathian. Right, she, Rathian has to eat something to, to keep walking. 
Yep. <laughs> and it's Poogie. Um, <laughs> um, so thank you guys for, for joining me today. Again, fun episode. Um, so thank you, Hunters, for listening. This is Fortuan, uh at Hunters Hub Pod on Twitter. And we will see you guys next quest. And on that quest, where will you be, hard? I'm at Akane's Dead Gran on Twitter. I've finally changed my Twitter description, but I'm still just retweeting things, so no original content to be found at the moment. And Toaster, where will you be? You can find me on the Twitterverse at Toasty Smiles, and you can find me out in the wilds trying to tame and ride a large red dragon, and probably in the hospital ward with severe burns afterwards. We'll see. Hmm. Gasp, no, but he was so young. Red dragon, huh? Yes. Oh, sorry. Not a red dragon. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna get fired so hard. <laughs> I was gonna say, are we doing a D&D crossover? <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, next one. Red dragons. <laughs> oh, yeah, you mean like, uh... I mean, we already had the black... We can't, we can't, though, because the black dragon, they call it Fatalis, and the black dragon... Is not a fatality. Red dragon, you mean like Shadow oh, yeah. Limiter? <laughs> Red Red